And we are back. Welcome, everyone, to episode three of the Halo series recap, a part of Apocalypse Movies. I am Geo. You probably know that by now if you have been following along. And I am joined by a special guest who is filling in this week uh, from Apocalypse Movies, The Whiskey Jedi, A Certain Point of View. It's Mr. Jake Berlin. Jake, what's going on, man? Not a whole lot, man. Happy to be here. Finally talk some Halo. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be on every single episode, but I'm happy to pop in every so often to give my thoughts on how it's been going. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Hell yeah, man. And uh, those of you who have been keeping up with the show, let us know in the chat comments what you think of the uh, episodes. Episode three, we will be reviewing uh, titled Emergence. And uh, very fitting title. I'll get into that in a bit. But first, I want to take it back a little bit. This is Jake Berlin's first time talking Halo series on the uh, after show, the recap show. So, Jake, I want to get your thoughts on a little bit of your background exposure with Halo and what you thought of these episodes so far leading up into the third one. Uh, yeah. So as far as the games go, my hit, my history with the franchise, um, I mean, I played the games. I was never like an absolute nut for the games. Um, I've, I've dabbled, you know, I don't know if I've ever actually like finished an entire halo game, but I've played multiple online matches with friends and gone through, uh, you know, story mode and stuff like that. Um, and I've always enjoyed them. Uh, I was just a little bit more of a Call of Duty fan than I was Halo. Um, sure. And it's I'm not comparing the two, but I was much more of a real world, uh, you know, gun style fighting than kind of aliens and stuff like that. It's just but again, I remember playing as kids. I remember playing as kids on the original Xbox and playing 2v2 and um you know, getting in the ships and the vehicles and absolutely black battling it out on the original Halo, yeah, sniper and all that stuff. So I have history with the game. Um and the show so far, uh, I think the show is is a really, really good sci-fi show. Um, I think it's trying to be multiple things that we've seen in the past rather than trying to be what it's supposed to be and mm-hmm. kind of set something new. Right. Um Maybe not even do something new, but maybe something familiar that we haven't seen in a little while. And and the best way that I've kind of explained it to a lot of people for who have seen them is it's a it's kind of a combo of Battlestar Galactica and The Expanse. Um, okay. It has both of those vibes in there. And those are two very heavily sci-fi oriented shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in the sense of Battlestar, you know, the Cylons can, can be considered aliens in halo um and in the expanse there's no aliens it's it's human versus human essentially yeah um there, there i mean there's there's aliens but not in the sense of like these shows but um yeah i, th- I think the show is going in an interesting direction i just question after this specific episode i question where they're going and what's happening um and i'm sure we'll get into that so yeah um Good to know. Yeah. Call of Duty, Halo. That was the as far as like first person shooters go in the mid 2000s and even into the early 10s. That was it right there before the Apex and the uh, 
the Fortnites and whatnot, those two video games, um, they weren't the first, but they really pushed the uh, video game genre as far as first person shooters go. Yeah. So I love to hear it. And um, before we get into the episode, there was something that I came across on social media that I thought I should share. This is from Master Chief himself, Mr. Pablo Schreiber. And he gave love to everyone who's been supporting uh, the series. Here's what he had to say. Huge thanks to everyone who has supported our show. We were the second most streamed piece of entertainment in the U.S. last week behind Oscar's Best Picture winner at Coda Movie and the most streamed in Canada with many more territories coming to Paramount Plus soon. Halo series is now officially a huge hit. And soon to be a worldwide phenomenon. Love the confidence. To all the fans who have been waiting for this moment for so long. And to the newcomers who have responded with such overwhelming support and love. I am honored and humbled to be in service to this amazing universe and lore. For all the fans rooting against the home team who hated the show before they saw it. And disagree with what we are doing. I respect your opinion. And I love you too. Because the truth is. We love the same thing, and I will keep working my ass off each and every day to make this show the best version of itself, to bring attention and respect to this Halo universe we love for all of us. I mean, how could you not love the guy even more after that, after a response like that? I mean, that, I thought that was very well put, very well said. Would you agree? I agree. I, agree. I, I like I like Pablo Schreiber. I always have. Um, yeah. I don't think he's ever gotten the credit, and I'll say this now. And I've thought about it for a long time. Um, he should be our new Wolverine. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. He's got the just face. Saying. He's got the bill. Just, just saying. Just saying. Wouldn't be a bad choice, man. If Kevin Feige is uh, watching Halo series going, oh, man, this guy. Just just saying. He might, he might need some things to do and, you know, in between seasons. That's all. There you go. All right. Well, let's talk about the episode title emergence. Um, very unexpected uh, and, and violent start and um, goes into the origin of the human character who is on the covenant side. The one who talks to the prophets. Uh, I think the name is give me a second. I had it here. Um, oh, wow. I lost it. <laughs> Never mind. Um, help me out in in the comments, but um, it's it shows Ma- her Mackie? as a Ma- Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. That's it. Mickey? Thank you. Yes, played by Charlie um, Murphy. Yeah, Charlie Murphy. Not not that Charlie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Different Charlie Murphy. <laughs> um. So, anyways, it shows her as a child and the kind of exp- experience she had with humans before she was taken away by the covenant and I wasn't expecting that type of backstory to start off. Um, I thought it was tragic and very telling of how we see her in present day and her disgust of the humans and her loyalty to the covenant. She has a relationship with a small boy. Um, I mean, they're both small and they're reading a book and, you know, it touches on, you know, the human connection, a kiss. They share a kiss before the boy is killed by humans. 
and ironically enough the covenant are there and it's like the humans are depicted as the bad guys what do you think about that whole opening sequence it's an interesting way to get us connected to the character because obviously we didn't know anything about her and if i'm not mistaken that's not part of the games right no Um, no okay just making sure like in the games obviously it's humans versus aliens essentially is what it is Mm -hmm. um and so you kind of have to in in something like live action of course you can do you know there's plenty of other stories out there that have told their perspective from a from an alien and, and we we are able to connect with said alien um but you also need in this sense being the covenant being that they don't speak our language is something different you need something or someone to be able to connect with on that side of the fight whether we right. like them or not um and connecting us with a human ver- a human who is on their side and kind of trying to understand who she is, where she came from, what she's doing, her her just whole thing. Um, it's a good way to spin it. Uh, and I thought the backstory for her was very interesting. Um, you know, seeing the the results of human warfare, essentially, and, and what we have done in our past, even in this timeline and universe. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of goes forward a little bit and we see her go full-blown you know, just evil on this group of of soldiers uh, with these monsters and stuff. And this girl's this, this girl's out for blood. She's mm-hmm. she's out for blood. And it seems like her time with the Covenant has obviously turned her. And uh, like you said, her past and, and going through the experiences that she has gone through. So um, I'm very intrigued by her. We she is still very much a mystery. Uh, there's, there's very little about her that we know at this point, but, um, I'm intrigued with where her story is going and, and how she kind of comes into contact with someone like master chief here in the future. Yeah. Um, So yeah, time will tell time will tell. Um, let's jump forward a little bit. Um, when she boarded that UNSC ship, it, the show very much went for myself into like sort of a horror type element. Like she all of a sudden, Oh my God. Like, how do you defeat something like that? You know, we saw it in the, in the trailer, right? We saw this human walking and, you know, the, the UNSC show uh, soldiers and personnel are being attacked. And for anybody who's played the game, uh, I was convinced we were getting the flood, which are these parasite creatures who are kind of like the thorn in the side that is the battle between the Covenant and the UNSC. But not the case. It's all her. And I dug it. I dug it. I thought it was very violent, as is on par with the rest of the show. <laughs> um, the the violence, man. What did you think about that whole onboarding hijacking sequence that happened it's uh it's it's an interesting way to because when you think about it she has to have some kind of not necessarily like a ability but something that's in her corner when she does eventually face someone like whether it be more of the unnc or master chief himself the spartans yeah Um, the spartans there you go um she needs something on her side she can't just be this human girl who is part of the covenant going up against them because they are just sending her, right? They're not sending the covenant with her or whatever, but she has something with her. Um, whether it be like tentacles that are kind of just flying through space or, you know, multiple or whatever, 
she had to have some kind of backing on her side. And they've given her a very violent version of that uh, that holds nothing back. Uh, she's controlling this thing that uh, will wipe out a UN, UNNC. Is it U? What is it? UNSC. Yeah. UNSC. A UNSC ship um, with very highly trained soldiers on it. So, um, again, going going back to what I was saying earlier, you have to really prove that this girl is capable of doing stuff like this. And if she, in her first outing, she wipes out a ship full of soldiers, we now know what she's capable of. And that was the entire point of it. Now, what... Now, how how capable is she? Was that the highest strength she has? Or was that just kind of like the tip of the iceberg of what she's really capable of with whatever that monster really is? So. Right. I mean, it, it definitely makes a, um, a compelling case for like, you know, it's not just the Covenant aliens and whatnot. Now there's just human hybrid alien who's clearly more than meets the eye i wonder if the uh showrunners saw the james gunn movie slither and you know went with that i mean that took me back that's the first thing i saw i thought of to be honest you thought of slither too yeah it was the first the very first thing i thought of right yeah um that that and the kraken that and the kraken the kraken yeah yeah that's a good one right there man very very violent um so Elsewhere, back on uh, Planet Reach, the Master Chief is undergoing a procedure to connect with the AI called Cortana. And anybody who's played the video game, Cortana is a very big deal. So this is something that definitely looking forward to. A lot of people were looking forward to. And in my opinion, it did not disappoint. I want to... Emergence could mean... Okay, emergence, the name of the show, the episode, could mean a lot of things. It kind of, for myself, meant the emergence of Cortana mm -hmm. um, and how she is now a major character oh, yeah. in this uh, series. But I thought going back to the procedure and how all that happened was very well done. Graphic. You know, uh, I, I pray that I never, ever have to go to the hospital and have a needle in my damn eye. That, And the camera didn't cut away at all. It, it showed it, and I was like, for myself. Um, I don't know if you felt the same way, but the whole I hate procedure. Needles, though. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. think I watched because I hate needles so much. Oh, God. And then um, all of a sudden, Cortana is there. And yeah, she doesn't look exactly like the video game, which she I doesn't don't need mind. to. Thank these, you. These fanboys need to get off their flipping high horse. I'm serious. Come, Thank I, you. Look, I get, I get that I'm coming from someone who is not a super hardcore diehard. I get it, but I'm on pa Pablo Schreiber's side. Like all of you hardcore nerds out there who live for Halo and think that the lore is the most important thing in the world, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Like you're wrong because guess what? That story and that lore will always be there and you can always go back to it. So why not get something new and different? You really want the same thing told over again? It's beat it's the beat. same thing we talk about with other projects that are adapting something or we talked about it with like the Disney live action stuff. 
Why recreate the same exact movie? Make it different. Like, give us something fresh that we're not expecting. Because guess what? If you would have got the first video game in the first season, you would know everything. It would you be would predictable. know everything that happened. So what is the point of that? So when it comes to Cortana, and I get, and, I, and I'm pretty sure Gio, correct me, but it's the same voice, right? The, the same voice came back? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think so. It okay. sounds very close. I okay. know the Master I, Chief voice is not the same one, obviously. Yeah, but... I, I think, I don't know if I read it somewhere that maybe that was a rumor or whatever, but as far as her look, like you're really complaining about how she looks? Right. Like we've gone that far? Like seriously? Come on, guys. I think she looks badass, first of all. She's an AI. She doesn't, and I think I, I read it on the internet, but people were complaining that she wasn't blue enough. Like, <laughs> why? Come Reminds on, she's supposed the, uh... to look. Like, yeah. she even said it. She is designed to be comfort and compassionate to Master Chief. And you're going to want something blue to look back at you that is comforting? Negative. Come on. You Not want something only that's that, human. Man. That has emotions that looks good that sounds good like come on you freaking nerds it's Jesus. also the <laughs> i've seen some complaints of people like uh she's too tall she's like the size of a human it's like because in the game she's God. like a miniature you know and it's like so the, the complaining about complaining about looks and and espe especially when it comes to an ai when it comes to an AI character and you're complaining about a look, like, come on, get away, just go away. Just go it's away. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's but it's ridiculous. Like, you can, like, who cares? Does that have to do anything with the story? No. And we knew from the start that they were not going toward the video game lore. So, question about that, that though, Gio. I do have a question for you. Sure. So, uh, speaking of Cortana. In yeah. the video games, and this is just me going back to my memory of what I have. Did they merge her and Master Chief? Or was she a UNNC like asset that was kind of everywhere? To my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. Okay, it's, it's been a while, but she had already been paired with Master Chief. So That's she right. actually is paired with Master Chief in the games? Yes. Okay, so I I don't remember that because I like I said I haven't played a Halo video game in a very very long time. I think I bought the Master Chief collection, mm -hmm. and I maybe have played through the first like so so far the first game, and then I just got incredibly busy with life and I never went back. I still have it; it's still in my in in the living room, but I don't remember if like they actually physically were a part of each other. Um, so I and I thought that wasn't that was super interesting. Like, essentially. You know, she is, she is his like, uh, oh my God, what's another comparison out there to another AI or something um, that kind of like pops up? She's I, like a, a separate, like a conscious, you know, like a, yeah, he has like a second conscious that like, like we saw her in physical form okay, and then yeah. she was obviously talking in, in non, non-physical form, just talking to him. Um, Okay, so what Gordon said. So this is what I wanted to know. He said uh, she was in AI in the suit. So yeah, in this, they actually merged her with him, not the suit. 
Oh that yeah, no, no, no. In this one, it's it's like in see now the... that that's what's interesting because we obviously saw the scene where he went to what seemed like a like a concert essentially, and she was there with him. He went on the train, you know, all that stuff. I think that's incredibly interesting. So it's not just whenever he's in the suit, it's him. And it makes sense because the show, unlike the games, is focusing a lot more on John rather than Master Chief, right. which I'm sure we'll get to. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we can go ahead and go to it if you have nothing more to add as far as the procedure itself. And, and just real quick, the, the pervert doctor, like, oh, my God. Why was yeah, that I mean, he's, he's a little much. Um, yeah. Also, I haven't because I haven't talked to her about it all. But Halsey, first of all, yeah, love the ahead. character. Yeah, I love the actress. She's from Californication. Had a crush on her when I was a kid, but she is an evil, evil woman. So manipulative. Oh my god! Oh, I mean, she god. literally killed her clone after the the clone was alive. The clone <laughs> was alive for like thirty seconds. She goes, "Yeah, but I'm gonna take your memory and I'm gonna take your brain. I'm gonna take all your good parts and you're gonna go bye bye." Um, like that's messed put- up. Put her ass in the deep fryer. That's messed up. Holy crap. Yeah. Well, you know, she's all about her Spartans and, you know, and making sure they're at their full capabilities. Um, Yeah. You touched on uh, John and his sort of, I guess you could say rebirth. You know, he um, reboot. Yeah, and you know it's a re- I, it's a rebirth. You're right. It's a rebirth. Again, the the whole procedure. Okay, he's he has a knife in in, in the spine to take out this little device that helps block his emotional mm-hmm. state and whatnot. He can't feel anything, and then it turned into a pretty interesting character study of him and rediscovering Planet Reach for the first time. He's there looking at a human connection, uh, seems to be like a couple and whatnot. And then he goes to the concert, like you said, and then he's through Cortana. We learn that he is experiencing emotions by listening to the music. But I love what he says. I love what he says. And when she goes, did you do this because you wanted to hear things differently? And he responded and said, no, I wanted to hear it like everyone else. That is a great response. It's a great response for someone who has basically been a robot his entire life. Um, and it makes it more interesting. Yeah, it's it's an interesting, like you said, it's an interesting character study because in the games, and I know everyone's been talking about it for the last three weeks. I get it. In the games, you, you, he never takes his helmet off. You never actually right. see his face. Um, he, he's just Master Chief. And, and we have moments of John in the games and, and stuff like that, but never in the form of this where so far, it's been John, what you'd probably say like 75, 75% of the time, it's been 25% Master Chief yeah. as far as under the helmet, out of the helmet. Um, so it's it's an interesting choice by the creators. Uh, and I know we've talked about it on Apocalypse before, but that the showrunner didn't use the games as kind of like a backboard for this. Mm-hmm. He kind of used something. He just, He went for it. He took what he knew. And and he created a story around this character known as Master Chief and, and John what one one seven right one one seven yeah um I don't know how I feel about it just yet because I still want Halo to be Halo to an extent right but it is only three episodes in the first season is nine episodes we have six left we're there a is third plenty of, the way. of time 
plenty of time for Halo, the rings, Master Chief, gunfire, all that business. Um, and the ending in the episode obviously sets that up because we're headed somewhere where he has to be in the suit. He has to be doing stuff. And I'm sure we're going to get a lot of action the next episode because the last two episodes have been very, very lackey of that. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the character study is an interesting aspect just because we're learning who this guy is and his connection to all of this, you know, alien tech and stuff that uh, the Covenant wants. And especially learning in this episode that his father might be the one who actually created them. Yeah. Uh, which is a big deal. We've seen that plenty of times before where the main character has kind of been like somewhat connected to the overarching like uh, storyline of everything happening, right? It, like it, it's come from his family or it's like the Peter Parker story in the amazing Spider-Man. Everything is happening because his father created this technology. Rogue right? One. Um, and, and then we learn at the end of amazing Spider-Man two in a deleted scene that he's alive. He had to hide because everyone was coming after him. He didn't want his son to die, et cetera, et cetera. Right. In a, in a way, this is it's kind of what's happening here. He is going through all of these things because of what his father did, um, not knowing who his father is, trying to understand where he comes from, trying to understand he had a family, working with Cortana on his home planet, uh, you know, going through like these uh, AI versions of these planets and figuring out which one looks most accurate to what he's seen. And then ultimately learning that when he touches this stuff, he's not having visions, but he's having dreams. Yeah. And that there's not just one of them, but there's two of them. He drew them. One was hidden. Like, it's just, everything is just so connected. And it's all through John. Um, and I think for a lot of people out there who are watching Halo, who have played Halo their entire lives, are truly being through, thrown for like a major curveball. Because we are seeing John, not Master Chief. And it's a, it's just a different thing that you have to get used to. But if it's done right, it doesn't matter. And so far, I'm very intrigued with where everything is kind of going. Like, what happens when he does find the two? You know, is he going to do something with the Covenant that he's never done before in the games? Like, where is this right. story taking us? Going back to what I was talking about earlier, if you've played the Halo games, you have no clue what's happening because it's never been told. And that's great as a viewer. That's exactly what you should absolutely, want. yeah, exactly what you should want. Sorry, I was rambling there. No, it's ahead. okay. Hey, man, you're you're on like once every couple episodes, so absolutely. And um, you know, like like you said, there's there's a silver lining to not being so into the game lore and whatnot. You don't know where it's going. I mean, obviously, I I don't see them going way off where master chief all of a sudden turns and joins the covenant and whatnot no it's ultimately to its bones gonna be yeah. a master chief versus covenant story absolutely yeah. yeah and it's you know so give it time you're either in or you're you're out you know um but yeah and then there's a side plot well with, real quick uh, what your thoughts on all yeah. that i didn't hear your thoughts on all that stuff with master chief and the character study and the vision oh, and all that stuff. It. I think it makes it a, a lot more interesting. You know, I mean, they could have easily went the John Wick route where he's full in the costume and shooting and beating, you know, Covenant or whatnot. But, you know, what do we know about great stories? All great stories at its core, great characters, right? It's the characters that we fall in love with, the ones that we follow. We either love them or we hate them. 
you know, bad guys, good guys, whatnot. I think what they're doing with with um, the Master Chief, John, is really fascinating. And we're going to get the gunfights. We're going to get the firefights and the gun battles. That's going to happen, okay? You don't spend $10 million on each episode if you're not going to dedicate some of that to, you know, the, the firefights. Those are coming. Um, but I was really... From the start to finish, this this episode was just, in my opinion, way better than the other two. I just, I, I loved it from every scene. I love what they were doing with the with the characters and whatnot. There wasn't a moment where I was really looking at my watch or whatnot. Even the characters back on the uh, the asteroid field pl- uh, place, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, and whatnot. I thought that was pretty interesting too, you know, and. Um, Master Chief's old comrade, like you know, as a courtesy, I'm I'm not gonna like you know blow your head off or something. When the girl decided to you know curse and you know call him a a hole, <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, I absolutely loved it, and you know it, it makes the character a lot more interesting. And the fact that you now have Cortana and John together, I think there's definitely an opportunity for some not knee slapping humor, you know, or whatnot, but there's definitely some humor between the two, you know, um, she has you... a much more, she has much more of a personality than I remember in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, there are moments, you know, where she kind of had like these snarky little comments as she was like disappearing or whatever. And I don't remember that in the game. Maybe, maybe that was in the game, but, uh, I no, thought it was an interesting, so. interesting take for an AI. She has a, she has a very heavy personality for artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Her little comments and whatnot, and uh-huh. the fact that she gets on John's nerves because yeah. you know when she shows up out of nowhere and introduces herself to the other Spartans and exactly, just, exactly, yeah. Who is this? And John's mm-hmm. like, <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't wait to see where that relationship goes. I think it's interesting. It. It gives us another side of John, you know, where we were worried for so long. Oh, wait, we're not going to see John and the character. I think her name is uh, Quan, Quan Ha, uh, the from Magical, the one who yep. wants to go back to her yep. planet. And we'll talk about that soon. But like when you split them up and whatnot, you're losing that sort of element where, or that dynamic between, you know, uh, a character who no matter what John says will just do their own thing, even if it's for John's good, yeah. as opposed to John who just wants to like get back on the front lines and, you know, like in the meantime, also discover what's going on with this relic that he keeps activating. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Quan. Uh, this is an interesting side plot. She really wants to get back to her home planet. And there was a line that his name is Soren. Um, mm-hmm. John's comrade said, um, I'm sorry, it wasn't Soren. It was the wife about you want revenge. And she's like, no, I want justice. Well, the two can easily get mixed up. You know, don't let your hatred for what happened take you down this path. You know, like we see so many times. Yeah. But there's a little bit of back and forth. We don't see too much of it in this episode, but she finally convinces Soren, who's all about, you know, getting paid and like, screw the UNSC. And they're going to go and I I see Soren joining the fight. 
even though he says he won't. He can't help himself. He's not going to leave the little girl on the planet by herself. I think he's going to join the fight. And um, I thought that was a little fun side plot of the episode. What did you think about that? Uh, real quick, I want to address this comment by Gordon. Just oh, real sure. quick. Um, I think she'll eventually be on, actually be on Master Chief's side. I 1,000% agree. I think the show is going to turn into a buddy cop comedy between Master Chief and Cortana. You see, you heard it here first. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, wow. I didn't even, I didn't even touch on that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about it. Like, I don't know bro. about like a buddy cop comedy. I was just making a joke, but it's a hundred percent going to be eventually them two doing their, their thing together as they go on missions, fighting, you know, the covenant, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and but, one of the secrets will be revealed. Yeah, for sure. Cause that, that's what it is. The games, right? The games is he goes on missions. You're fighting the covenant in the, in the gameplay and she's in your ear the entire time. Right. And then whenever they get to like a computer or something, they're like, what's what data files are on here? And boom, I, like exactly. That, so I, I think that eventually once we kind of get into like the real thick of it all, you're going to be seeing Master Chief and Cortana together doing stuff constantly once their relationship like really kind of gets to connect because it's still so fresh. Right. They're still set, setting everything up. But sure. back to your original question, Gio. Um, this is what I was talking about when. Uh, I had mentioned that this has a very heavy expanse vibe. The expanse always had two to three different story plots going on at once. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes they would, they would come together. Sometimes they wouldn't, or sometimes it would take a long time for them to come together. Uh, but this is where I get that expanse future science fiction, heavy space vibe from when you have not just the master chief storyline with Halsey and Cortana, but you have this other, storyline going on with Soren and these characters um, and whether or not they connect. I'm not sure, but I'm very intrigued with what happens with her. Uh, they're really pushing her to be a character that you really, really want to believe in and fight for and want to root for. Um, and I think that teaming her with someone like Soren could be very cool because she's in a way in the same situation that he has been where he is a former spartan who left super early he didn't believe in that stuff and right. right now she's in this limbo period in her life right her family was just killed she's the only one left in her village she right. needs some kind of guidance and she's also very very angry she's and filled what, with so much and, anger. and what is and what soren soren is kind of in a way still very very angry at it all right especially with master chief coming back into the fold so um i'm interested I'm very interested. I, I like the idea of having the two different stories, um, not just one big one. I, I think that it's it's a cool little side plot, like you said, to kind of um, keep our attention alive on what else is happening outside of just Master Chief. And if they come together, they come together. If not, I'm okay with that. Um, let them have their own little adventure doing something else. And maybe it doesn't have to do with the Covenant. Maybe it does. I don't know. But uh, I like the pairing of the two of them. I think they fit together very, very well. Same. Um, do you see their crots passing again? Um, they're, they're, yeah, their paths crossing again. I can't With talk. Master Chief? Master Chief, Soren, Quan. I think so. I, I don't know when. Um, right. I don't think so next episode or maybe even like the episode after that, but I think maybe in the later in the season. Um, it just makes sense. I don't think you can do the Game of Thrones thing where you keep characters away for too long. Um, you're going to want to see them because the show, even though it has a lot of characters, it only has 
a handful of like main characters and Master Chief, Halsey, Cortana, and then everything going on us over here. You have, and I always forget their names. It's Soren, right? Soren. Soren and, Qu- and Quan Ha. Yeah. So, and those two to me are in that group of like five main characters. The five for me are Master oh, Chief, sure. Halsley, Cortana, Soren, and Quan Ha. Those are the five that the story is going to focus on. And yep. I think at some point you will have to bring them together. Agreed. Uh, let's quickly touch on these uh, Spartans that were pretty welcoming to get their leader back the master chief but then i started noticing shades of distrust or suspicion particularly with the the female spartan and um well she was she was like spying on him spying yeah yeah come on now we have a little bit of privacy okay yeah while he's naked what a perv yeah he's in the men's room maybe she maybe she was just trying to get a look-see you know Probably, you know, you work together and feelings. And We've seen how things. violent this show can be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I got a bad <laughs> feeling about that. I, I just. I, I think th- that they're going to have to fight Master Chief personally. You think so? I, I, I with you, I'm with you. I, I'm getting a bad vibe, uh, especially from her. Yeah. I think that they're going to start to really distrust the program, distrust Halsey, Halsley distrust master chief um they're gonna almost feel like outcast because they're no longer halsley's favorite projects cortana is yeah what goes with cortana master chief so um i think it's gonna be an issue and i don't know if it's gonna end up in like a fight but there's definitely gonna be a major divide between these characters um and i think it's it's solely gonna be just because cortana came alive Like that's going to be the line that's kind of been drawn where those three are kind of pushed to the side and the story with master chief and how important he is with Cortana is now going to be Halsley's full focus. And those three are not going to like it. And you notice none of them were on the ship with um, Halsley. Yeah. Um, Do you see a scenario where if Halsley loses control of Cortana and Cortana and master chief kind of, you know, form their own pact. Would Hosley call on the Spartans to uh-huh. do your thing? I think. I think that the way I, it'll go. I actually think that's going to happen. Yeah, I think that yeah. at some point, and we talked about it. I think that at some point, Cortana is going to side with Master Chief because Master Chief, so far, John has shown the ability to. Um, basically deny orders and not agree with something and want to do something his way. Right. Um, and Halsley at the moment is saying, okay, to this stuff because she wants answers. She wants answers to what's happening. And John can do that if he's disobeying orders. Yeah. But I think it's going to come to a point where Halsley's really not going to agree with something. And Cortana is going to side with chief. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to be like, well, crap. All right, let's call in the Spartans. And it's going to be the Spartans versus Chief and Cortana. I 100% think it's going to happen. Man, dude. You hate to see it. Because we only saw a little bit of the Master Chief and his Spartans, you know? like I know. They were such a cool team, too. And we only got one action scene with them. I need one more gunfight. Or I need them to go up against Mackie and all her slither, you know, you tentacles and whatnot. Yeah. And who knows? Yeah, what happens? Uh, 
quick question here from Gordon. Um, do you think we'll eventually see the fall of Reach? Do you, are you familiar with that, Jake? No, that but I, it reaches the planet, right? Reaches the planet. Um, in my opinion, it was the last great Halo game. Um, but oh, that's, yeah, an, was, that's, that's an actual game. Yeah, Halo Reach. Um, Which number is that? Uh, technically five. <clears throat> Because Halo yeah, 3... I remember the first four a... literally just being called 1, 2, 3, 4, right? No, it was 1, 2, 3, and then there was a spinoff game called ODST, which tied into 3. Got it. Got it. And then Reach. And Got Reach it. focused on... Uh, picture uh, the Night of a Thousand Tears at uh, Mandalore, pretty much. Hey, you just you just totally piqued my interest. You know how much yeah. I love that crap. Yeah, uh, but to answer your question, I, um, I don't see it in this season. Um, I would be bummed if they just tied it into because I mean, the fall of Reach is just fascinating on its own, you know, it didn't really involve John, it focused on a group of Spartans who all, you know, were just kind of like together with their own special abilities and whatnot. Oh, so Chief wasn't even the main guy in that game, no, no. Oh. No, I mean, man. yeah. So if that's the case in the game, I, I mean, obviously they can spin it. Um, I wouldn't see that happening if it doesn't focus on chief, but again, they could tell that story and focus it on chief. Like there's oh, yeah. obviously a way of doing it. So. And they're going away from the games. So they're probably going to do it at some point. I mean, it's a huge storyline in the lore. Um, uh, Star Drew Halo 4 came after uh, Reach um 2014 13 14 i want to say but yeah okay well jake any final thoughts on this episode and where it goes from here just gauge your interest and whatnot i mean i'm interested i watch it every thursday uh i do it at work um and while i'm working i'm able to put it on and watch it and uh so i, I look forward to watching it every thursday it's kind of my thursday watch right now as far as television shows go and um, I'm enjoying it. I will say as much as I like the character study, which I'm a character study guy, I do want to see him under the helmet in the suit more. I do. Sure. Um, Cause to me, that's what halo is. And I'm not, I'm not one of those, uh, you know, hardcore baddies who, uh, is, you know, is all about like, it has to be exactly how the game is down to a gatekeeper. Games, you know, like it doesn't, but yeah. you need to do it to an extent. Um, you know, we say it with everything, right? When it comes to something like superhero movies or Star Wars or anything, you need to have a certain extent of stuff to make it feel like that. Um, and yeah. we talked about it. And this, this is just because I watched the movie last week. But this was the major conversation around Eternals when it came out. People were complaining for years about how we keep getting the same MCU films, the same MCU films. The second we get one, everyone flips. It's not enough MCU. To an extent, we need to get a little more Halo in this. We do. But again, like I said earlier, there's nine episodes. We have six left. We're going to be getting plenty of Master Chief in his armor. I promise. The episode ends with Master Chief in his armor going toward the planet. Boom. There you go. Very well be a ring. I just predicted it, you guys. I just predicted it. There you go. And uh, for myself, I think this is easily the best of the three, in my opinion. Um, does it have the most action? No, it doesn't. But where the characters are going, the course that they're set on, and 
it, it's just it, it's all very interesting and you throw in cortana and now she's a part of the show and that you know chemistry between her and john is so fun and um yeah like like yourself i, I hope to see more firefights and um eventually see john with his spartan teams at least one more time i think that'd be cool i agree yeah. gio will you bring that comment up just real quick real quick this if one. this is what the game did i would be super into this doesn't it explain why master chief is the only remaining spartan I would be uh, so into this if this think, actually happened in the game. Yeah, I mean that's I mean because if when Reach blows up, all spoiler alert for Halo Reach game came out in 2010. When the planet blows up, all the Spartan program, everything is gone. It's it's it only Master Chief would be the only one left. I'd be super um, down. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I, I gotta rewatch all the cutscenes again, man. That's, you know what's funny I mean, is I, I legit have thought about a million times of googling on YouTube and essentially just watching the story of Halo play out without playing the game. Yeah, each game is like thirty-five to forty minutes. Yeah. So I've, I've yeah. thought about doing that so many times, I've never done it. So this show might actually get me to do it. Yeah, no, totally. Um, it's funny. Yeah, we're thinking great minds think alike. <laughs> That's going to do it, guys, for the Halo series recap. Thank you so much for joining us and all your comments. I appreciate it so much. Star Drew, Gordon, Sean Wingblade, I saw you in there. Uh, John Boo. John, I'll be back Curtis. next week. Love you guys. Thank you guys again for uh, you know tuning in and supporting the show. Jake, thank you so much for joining and filling in appreciate it glad you're enjoying the show of course thanks and, for having um, me man appreciate yeah, it yeah totally and of course you guys uh if you're part of the channel you know we do a pocket flicks now every tuesday stay tuned for that marvel rewind on wednesdays halo series on thursdays pretty soon vandalorian club on fridays am i correct right that'll yeah, be for everyone you are correct Fridays for Obi-Wan and of course in between reactions. So make sure you guys hit that thumbs up, support us, click the like, subscribe. We appreciate it so much until next time you guys take care.